What if I told you there was a place in Taipei where, with just a little imagination and a little know-how, you could make almost anything, as in electronics, furniture, ornaments, whatever you want, you can make it. This place is no fantasy. It's called Fab Lab Taipei. And what they've got is a whole bunch of programmable tools like 3D printers, laser cutters, circuit board makers. So you can print it, cut it, give it a brain, make it run, whatever you want to do. Now, this may sound like just another hobby, but the group's founder, Ted Hung, says Fab Lab is about more than just arts and craft. And I met with him recently to hear why he thinks the growing movement towards do-it-yourself digital fabrication is going to matter a lot for Taiwan's future. Ted Hung, uh, thanks for being here. Hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, so there a lot of new stuff here, I think, for uh, our listeners a lot of them probably aren't uh, familiar with some of these machines that we're talking about. So let's just start with the basics. I think the key word here is digital fabrication. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? So um, FabLabs has a like it has a set of a uh, digital fabrication tool. Uh, when I say digital fabrication, it includes a, a vinyl cutter and a laser part of the laser cutter and CNCs, like uh, which stand for computer numeric control. And uh, so if we could draw something or like in computers, we could, uh, by using these, by utilizing machine, we could actually make something in the real, make some real things happen. So the key here is that you don't need to be an expert woodcutter. You can tell the computer what you want and it'll do it for you. Yes. Mm. And uh, so this is uh, something that's becoming popular in a lot of different countries. I, I, I can tell you, even my dad, actually, uh, he lives in uh, the Bay Area in California, and uh, he goes to a fab lab uh, quite often to make some stuff. So, you know, it's, it's popular all over the world. Uh, but you're kind of saying that it's not taking off quite as quickly a, as you would like to see in Taiwan. Yeah, it's uh, in the beginning, it's Taiwan is kind of like behind because... Uh, uh, in the, in many countries, they already have this is already happening for a while. Like the original fabulous start from two thousand one, mm. which is uh, quite a long time ago. And then and that that's uh, an MIT project, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah, it is kind of like an IT outreach project, and uh, um, it's the real booming is happening within these three four years. Mm. So um, now each year has many new fab labs being created, mm-hmm. and for in Taiwan's case, like uh, there's nothing before 2013. Mm. And when I came back uh, from US, and I feel like, how come there's no fab labs in Taiwan? So, and I really like the idea that uh, we kind of like helping people and also um, democratize the digital fabrication ability. Mm-hmm. So I just started a fab lab right away. And uh, wh- why do you think that this is an important thing for Taiwan to get in on? What is it What is it missing out of? Well, I think currently Taiwan is in a situation that the economy is not really good. And also even in the near future, there's a lot of uncertainty. So uh, and also people talking about like software and robotic will replace our many jobs. So in the near future, the it probably have a lot of people 
wouldn't able to find a job if they are not doing any creative job. So by teaching people how to utilize these machines and um, equipment, and also have the knowledge about how to use these tools to help them to create, um, I think it's really important. Like at this moment. So basically, what you're talking about is creative skills, learning learning the 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 skills that you need so that you can、uh, create new technologies, imagine new technologies, or just you know new objects,、uh, rather than just being a maker, just a a manufacturer. Oh well, one of the things I think it's really important is like、uh, in Taiwan's educational system, like we never really emphasize the importance of making things,、mm. and. When like when for instance like when we're when we're in the school like high schools like your parents will definitely tell you to study harder than playing with some other thing like making relate to making、mm. they they will think that's just waste of time、mm. so、uh, in Taiwan especially Taiwan we don't have a lot of DIY culture、mm-hmm. do it yourself culture yeah, yeah. yes as other countries so we try. So our main purpose is just to help people to bring back the kind of enthusiasm, like to enjoy making things.、Mm. And 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 so would would you say that even、uh, even if there's no huge economic impact to to this,、uh, just getting that enthusiasm,、uh, getting that creativity out there,、uh, would would you consider that success by itself? You know, like when people try to make something. It's not like all right. Somebody can tell you what to make.、Mm-hmm. It's like they have to think deeply down to him themselves, like who you are and what do you want to make,、mm. and what do you really want to do. Like if there's something you cannot find in the world, so it's a process like like self discovered.、Mm. So we're trying to helping people to think.、Mm. Who they are and what they want to make—that's the whole purpose. In our society, a lot of time, like people never think about who they are or what they're different than other people,、mm. or they're afraid to be different than other people.、Mm-hmm. That's—I think—that's kind of a, a spirit or need to be bring back.、Mm. So. If if Taiwan isn't quite where these、uh, other countries are in terms of uh, pursuing uh, digital fabrication.、Mm-hmm. Uh, could you talk about what? Why, why do you think that is? Is is there a cultural component there? Is there uh, uh, just maybe it hasn't been introduced here、uh, in the same way it has in other places?、Uh, what What are your thoughts on that? No, Taiwan is kind of like、uh, among the worlds.、Uh, it's not the most、uh, affluent country, but it's not the poorest country as well.、Mm-hmm. So、um, we're kind of like in the middle. So. Like in the fabulous community, there's a lot of fabulous in, in in、uh, third world country or whatever they are being sponsored by diplomatic reason.、Mm. So like Japan opened the fabulous in the Philippines、mm-hmm. and Netherlands opened the fabulous in Indonesia. So we're kind of behind and nobody notices us because、mm-hmm. we're kind of in the middle. People are complacent, is kind of what you're saying. I guess it's like at that time, like people haven't really aware about this homemaker movement.、Mm-hmm. Like when I started in two thousand thirteen, even when I purchased our laser cutter, like the vendor 
they never heard about maker movement. Mm. And they they are questioning us like, what we are gonna do? Or is this a workshop or is it a kind of business? And it's at that time it's just very hard to explain what it is. Mm. But uh, nowadays, most people, more people heard about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and so somebody who's listening to this right mm-hmm. now, who's uh, thinking, you know, 3D printing, laser cutting, that sounds uh, pretty intimidating. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where I would start learning how to do stuff like that. Uh, wh- wh- where, How could they get started uh, at the Fab Lab? If, if, if they wanted to go there today mm-hmm. and, and, and start working on stuff, what would you recommend they do? Well, it wasn't that hard as you people might imagine. Like... Uh, just think about like you're downloading all the content online. Like nowadays, we can download music, we can download uh, pictures online. Mm. But by using the digital fabrication tool, it means like now you could download object online. Mm. And if you don't know how to make it, you know all the creation are start from copying. <laughs> so and also there's you can nowadays you can find easily find a lot of. Uh, things people share online. So some people share uh, maybe a chair, a desk, and maybe it's just a, a glass a, or a glasses or any type of things. Like by using the digital fabrication tool, it could help you to actually make them. And so you, you just, down, you're actually, actually download something, mm. some real object directly from online content. And so the Fab Lab is a nonprofit. Uh, you don't charge to use your equipment, mm-hmm. and and you do provide some lessons for people who want to get started. Right. Uh, we uh, there's only one rule: like people have to bring their own material. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we all, we have we have equipment and free for everybody to use, and we have some class, and also uh, it's basically it's a very open public club. Like everybody can come and enjoy it. So the Fab Lab in Taipei, you, you founded it in 2013, so it's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us about any of the, the stuff that's come out of it, anything that uh, you're particularly proud of or, or are particularly excited to see being made there? There's one project that's really interesting, and it's more related to Taiwan's local culture. Mm. As a, there's one traditional Taiwan traditional palm puppet master, Mm. He came in and he tried to find a way to reduce the cost for making their traditional palm puppet stage. Um, originally, uh, if they sent to a sculptor in China to manufacture it, it cost a lot, about uh, six hundred thousand Taiwan dollar. And uh, he came to our lab and. In the beginning, he tried to use a CNC to mill CNC milling machine to make one of the stage, and and later on he tried many different methods. At the end, he used laser cutter to 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 being able to make one fully laser cutter, one hundred percent laser cut uh, uh, palm puppet stage, and it re- helped to reduce the cost to eight thousand Taiwan dollars only. Oh wow. And so it actually helped them to um, reduce a barrier to promote this traditional culture to the to the elementary school, mm. and also at the same time it's like kind of like digital preserve the traditional culture because nowadays it's it's very hard to 
uh, promoting traditional culture to younger generation because they have their entertainment have just have too many things. You have to compete with iPad or all the game apps. Um, they they have too much um, entertainment things they could do, but they're not feeling the traditional thing too attractive. Mm. But by using digital tools, you could actually preserve this kind of culture and maybe someday we could reproduce it again again because this is digital file. You could always reduce, remake it. Mm. Uh, and, and, and so this kind of gets back to your point that it's uh, not necessarily all about uh, making a, a startup, making some kind of high technology startup, mm-hmm. uh, it can it can really just be about uh, bringing the things that are important to you into the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, why we're promoting digital fabrication? Because one of the reasons is like just simply by sharing files, uh, all the knowledge could be shared. Mm. So that's a that's a whole purpose why. Uh, when we're talking about maker maker movement is more it's more broader it could come contain of many different things related to making but the uh, digital fabrication is it's kind of like have a character you could actually reproduce as many as you want okay and so kind of looking uh, to to the future of this uh just getting back to this question of how broadly will this catch on uh, there are actually some schools that are trying to uh, teach some of these skills uh, at, at, at a reasonably young age. Yeah. Uh, uh, in Taiwan, now many schools are kind of starting many makerspace and started to have uh, some basic education, especially uh, focusing on kids' education. And they try to prepare a uh, student uh, to prepare for prepare them for the potential future mm. and it's very much related to the stem education it's kind of like an extension mm-hmm. from stem from stem education and uh well if i think back to my own education yeah. definitely uh digital fabrication was not a part of it but uh do do you, do you feel like this is really going to be a very important part of uh, modern education uh i think so uh because uh you know, nowadays our life, daily life, being affected by the internet very much, and digital fabrication is just a, a c- connection between virtual world and the real world, mm. because you could um, kind of like extend the influence of internet to your daily life. So that is to have that kind of uh, skills is really essential. Mm. So, so what do you expect to see uh, the maker movement in Taiwan look like over the next couple of years? I mean, it sounds like you're having a little bit of a conservative uh, prediction here. You're uh, being, I don't want to say pessimistic, but conservative. Uh, but just give us give us a sense of uh, where you see this going in the, in the not too distant future. I think it's really related to the educational thing you're talking about, because I kind of have a feeling because. Kids are more creative than adults. Mm. So we're trying to helping more kids that could find the kind of interest to st- having fun mm-hmm. when they start making things. Mm. Um, so it's, maybe it couldn't be everyone, mm-hmm. but at least we could find someone they could 
uh, enjoy making something and make some um, good impact to our society. All right, so I guess uh, children are our future. So uh, pressure's yeah. on you guys. We have been speaking today to、uh, Ted Hung. He is the founder of Fab Lab Taipei. Ted, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. This has been another podcast edition of Taiwan Talk, ICRT's weekly interview show, bringing you interviews from and about Taiwan. Thanks for listening for ICRT. I'm Keith Manconian.